Hello, hello. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I just want to try something new. That's my line. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Back off, please. All right, all right, sorry. Um, hello. Welcome back to this week's podcast. And this episode is brought to you by f- your favorite crackhead, Jonathan. And your other favorite crackhead, Alex. What's crackalackin', my home skillet biscuits? And she sounds all cracked up. <laughs> oh my God, that's so rude. <laughs> all right. That's um, my card revoked. Seriously? That's no, what it takes? <laughs> that's what it takes? Bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to be fair, this week, um, to be fair, this week, uh, Alex is going to be a storyteller. Yeah, finally. Oh, finally, wow. he's going to share the spotlight. Well, I'm sorry that I'm a natural-born star. star? <laughs> oh, yeah, natural a star born. is born here, all right? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right all right without further ado let's just get into this week's case thing we're, we're a little crazy you know yeah yeah just a little bit you know i know everyone knows <laughs> so john yes when i say spain what comes to mind oh spain um nude beaches and paella not the historical monuments, not the lush countryside, nothing. No, like Just nudity <laughs> and food. What else do you want? Food. Duh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that is the life, you know. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, today I'm going to take you way back. Well, not way back, just 112 years. That doesn't seem like a lot, right? Well, that's old. Nah, not that old. That's pretty old compared to other cases that we talked about. All right. Well, today, I'm going to tell you about something prior to the story so that you can understand the hardships that the people endured afterwards. All right. So we're going to go back to the year 1909. Mm -hmm. In July, there was an uprising of people in Spain, and it was called Tragic Week. It was between the Spanish army and its people. So anarchists, socialists, Republicans of Barcelona and other cities in Catalonia, Spain. And it lasted an entire week. So the most cited reason for the departure of soldiers was for the war of Morocco. Now, previously, Spain had been at war with Cuba Mm -hmm. and the Philippines, which they lost both of them. So Spain was looking to increase its presence in the north of Africa, specifically Morocco. Now, for this, they needed more soldiers, right? Now, because the people knew this, they were very angry. They were very angry because Spain already, like, had so many people fighting for them, and they lost two wars. And those people all died, right? Yeah, a lot of people died. And now they wanted even more people... To have uh, the upper hand in Morocco. And people were not having it. Of so it was not. like a big chain reaction mm-hmm. of events. So not only like during the wars were people lost, but 119 people died during Tragic Week, which was a lot at the time. Yeah. Right? So now I will introduce you to a lady that took advantage of the situation in Spain. Oh, like yep. Justin Trudeau? 
Not really. This is really like nitty and gritty today, folks. Well, Justin Trudeau is too. Okay, we'll talk about Trudy another day. But okay. today I'm going to introduce you to a woman called Enriqueta Riboyes, also known as the Vampire of Barcelona. Wait, the Vampire? The Vampire of like Barcelona. Like Bloodsucker Vampire? Well, we don't know that yet, do we? Oh my God, I'm dying to know right now. All right, so not much is known about her early life. Like, we don't know about her parents or um, if she has siblings or whatnot. But we do know that in 19, sorry, in 1895, she married a painter called Juan Pujalo, but their marriage failed. So according to her husband, she had affairs with other men mm-hmm. and he didn't trust her. She had a very strange kind of false and like unpredictable character and she continuously would visit like homes of different people to sleep with them, right? Yeah. And that caused their separation. So, in spite of marriage, she wanted to continuously go to places that had that were popular with prostitutes. So she's um, basically she's taking her hobby into a profession, like into a profession. So she's yeah. like Afterwards. doing it professionally now. Well, after they separated for good. So they were on and off approximately six times. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's toxic relationship, just so you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, after they split up for good. Yep. She had little jobs here and there, like being a nanny or a maid servant, but she soon committed to prostitution. Mm-hmm. So she had... Both brothels in places dedicated to her activity was Port of Barcelona and was also called Portal de Santa Madrona. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was actually leading a double life. How so? Well. So remember, during this time, right? Mm -hmm. This is a couple years after uh, Tragic Week. So, But the effects of Tragic Week was still there. Yeah, like so, like the socioeconomic rebuilding. like situation yeah. was the same, okay. right? So remember, yeah. there's a lot of poor people right now mm-hmm. in Spain. So what she would do, she would dress up as a beggar, dress up in rags, and she begged at houses, houses of charity, and like convents and parishes, so churches, yeah, things like that. She would go outside of them and beg them for money because she didn't have any even though she was making like you know pretty penny from prostitution she was still making a good amount of money all right but she wanted even more so it's kind of like her psychic um kind of kind of yeah because even though she wasn't making a lot of money like as much as she wanted she wanted more right she was kind of greedy so what she used to do she used to go to the destitute parts of town and where she used to beg, yeah. she used to actually select children who looked the most abandoned. Oh, my God. Um, is Well, I feel like the story is going the direction oh, I'm kind of thinking about. It's going to get a little bit dark. Uh, yeah. No, it's not going to sound good. So, remember at this time, a lot of people died. So, there were a lot of children... Who didn't have homes or parents or 
their family was such like in such a not a very good place monetary and i guess they just can't take care of the kids they can't take care of them right so they used to like almost not pay attention to the kids like if kids are outside playing and stuff like that kids are neglected yeah they were at that time so what she would do is she would select a bunch of kids like in the area where she would work right oh my god so where she would beg there would be other kids there begging too right yeah so she wouldn't need to beg anymore because she doubled her work by picking up these kids. Oh, God. Are yeah. they getting pimped out? Yes, <gasps> actually. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So not only would she have them to beg for her and they would just like, I guess, pool the money together. Yeah. She would actually take them with her into the brothels and basically pimp them out. She would have them prostituting for her. Oh, my God. Yep. Now, in the time of her doing all of this, it said that there's an undetermined amount of children that she actually had working for her or kids that she, quote unquote, kidnapped. Wow. Because remember, it's over a large span. Guess how long she'd been doing it for? Uh, I guess two years. Try 20 years. What? Yeah, she'd been doing it for 20 years. She's been pimping kids out for 20 years. She's been kidnapping them (gasps) and pimping them out for 20 years. And it seems as though she was doing it prior to Tragic Week. If you try to come up with a timeline... It seemed like that. So it's basically Tragic Week actually helped her out. Yeah, it actually did a little bit. In a sense, because uh, because the whole um, the whole uprising actually impro- impoverished a lot of people, a yes. lot of families. And thus more people are kind of neglecting their kids and more kids are becoming, I would say, like vacant at a time. So she can actually just go talk to them and lure them away. Exactly. It made her job so much more easier because they're an easier target because at the time they didn't really pay attention to the kids. No, because parents are probably working so hard to Mm -hmm. make a living. Or they're orphans. And at the time, like orphanages weren't a big thing. It's because you always had to have like an adult to actually send the kid there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kids wouldn't go there of their own volition. So they'd end up being on the streets. Oh Either they'd God. become, they'd turn into prostitutes themselves or they'd start stealing, things like that. You know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to survive on the streets. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't really, you can't really blame those kids for that. Mm-hmm. Well, she was finally arrested in a flat in El Raval, mezzanine number 29 of Ponnet Street. So that address is very important. Just remember, 29 Ponnet Street. Okay. There was a lot of evidence that the police had found there. And I'll get more into that later on. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about her last victim. Okay. Her very last victim. I'll let you know what happened to the rest of them. Just, just give me a moment. Okay. So, on February 10th, 1912, she kidnapped her last victim. Her name is Teresita Guitard Congost. Mm-hmm. For two weeks, the whole town was looking for this child. For two weeks. Now, the authorities didn't really 
look that well. Because at the time, they were so used to neglecting kids that even the the police and the army and stuff like that, they had more important things to look after, like building up the economy and things like that. So they weren't too worried about missing children because it happened so often that they didn't really care. Well, I guess it's just probably at a time... um Probably for those kids, a lot of them, because their pam- their family are really poor. And, you, you know, usually people in poverty are, in, are just often ignored. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's yeah. awful. So, the person that actually called the cops on Enriqueta was someone called Claudia Elias. Because she actually found Teresita's trail. <gasps> now, remember, Teresita is the girl that they found, her last yeah. victim, right? Yeah. So on February 17th, Claudia saw a girl with cropped hair look from a a casement from the interior court of the stairs. Yeah. Right? So the flat was the 29 Ponent Street. Like the... That's where she saw Teresita. That's where Claudia saw her. Oh. Because she knew that in that house, like, nobody was really living there. She saw Enriqueta a bunch of times. But she had never seen this girl before. So she was kind of suspicious. So when Claudia actually called the cops, she didn't report a missing person at first. Do you want to know what she called the police for? Why? She said she heard chickens. Uh, huh? Like someone was housing chickens in their house. Okay, like people can raise farm animals? But not in their house. Like in a, like think of it as like an apartment area. Oh. At that time, they weren't supposed to have animals like that in their home. Getting a fine. Yeah. So they went to go (laughs) search the house, right? And they found not one, but two girls. So they found Teresita, but they also found a girl, Angelita. Oh. So after a statement, they sent Teresita back to her family. Wait, wait, wait. Those girls are. Are still alive? Yeah, they're alive. They were the only two that were found in the house. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say right now. So after they returned her to her parents, like when they she gave her statement, she said she explained that Enriqueta actually took her by the hand, promising her candy. Now, remember, this is a little kid. All right. At the time, they didn't think about things like stranger danger. It was like if you lived in a community, it was up to the community to look after the kids as a whole. It wasn't just on the parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I guess because at the time, the whole country was already so destroyed and everyone is working as a as as one, you know, yes, as a unity, exactly. as a community together. Right. Yes. So everyone was trying to help out. So obviously this little girl's like, oh, this person's so nice to me. She's giving me candy. But it was when. Enriqueta actually took Teresita past her house. She wanted to go back home because she's like, this is an area that's actually farther away from my home now. Like they got to her house like nearby and then she veered off the path, right? Like you're going to drop me off, but you pass my house. Like uh, where are you dropping me? Enriqueta ended up like dragging her basically and putting a black bag over her head so she wouldn't see where they were going. So this turned into a straight up kidnap. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh God. (laughs) So after Enriqueta actually reached the house of the child, she chopped her hair off. So apparently she had like really long, very beautiful hair. She cut it very, very short 
and she changed her name. She told her, your name is not Teresita anymore. Oh, my God. It's Felicidad. Like, that's your name now. She told her that she no longer had parents. Like, her parents died or something. And she was to call her her stepmother from now on. Oh, my God. You know what? That's... Okay. Just... Fun thing, just 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 so you can know, um, just so you should know, um, it's actually one of those things that you know a capture would use if they plan to keep this kid forever. Mm-hmm. They do want to brainwash this kid, and by assigning a new identity, it's basically kind of you know it, it's kind of a um, the capture is kind of symbolically erasing this person's past. That's why yes. that's what they're doing. Yes, that's exactly what she was doing. So. If anybody ever asked her, like, oh, she said my parents died, so maybe she shouldn't ever ask about them again, you know? Yeah. But still, it was very, very shocking for her. But she knew her parents were still alive, right, at the time? She was hoping, because if an adult is telling you, yeah, your parents are dead, I'm your stepmother now. Like, at the time, a child would be like, okay, I believe you, because a lot of people are dying for whatever reason, whether it be sickness or being malnourished, or, you know, getting hurt by the army. Like, there's so many different reasons as to why someone would die. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah. You know? So, she believed her, and she believed that she was going to get candy. Like, as a young kid, you're like, ooh, candy, and it's free. Right? But even at this time, where there's not lessons about stranger danger, like I said, Mm -hmm. like, it's a big fear to get kidnapped. Yeah. Um, So, the only thing... That Enriqueta was feeding her was rotten potatoes and stale bread. She wasn't even feeding her properly. Like, girl, where are all the candies you promised this child? Nowhere to be seen. She never gave her the candies. So she never got the candy, but like she nope. got kidnapped instead. And to assert her dominance over her, instead of beating her, she would like pinch her. Or, like, you know, like, with her nails and stuff. So, if she thought she was misbehaving, she would hold them by, like, the more fleshier parts. So, you know, like, your forearm behind your elbow? Like, the inner part of it. Ow! Like, right there. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I pinched him, but I was was just showing him as an example. I promise you, I was not trying to feed him candies. Yeah. Enriqueta. Ah, Don't call me Enriqueta. You'll, You'll see why. This story actually frustrated me. Okay. So... We hear the uh, the story of Teresita. But yeah. remember, Angelita was there too. Yeah, another girl, right? Yes. So, Teresita told the cops yeah. she, uh, Enriqueta was in the habit of leaving the two girls alone in the house. Yeah, just, just so they don't have any conversation. Um, no, they just had each other. She told them not to go to any other room in the house. They were forbidden but they were allowed to talk to each other? Yeah, they I were assume? allowed to talk to each other. But that was it. Oh, they yeah? weren't allowed to explore any other place. The girls still ended up actually exploring. They went on a little adventure. And from what they saw, actually scared them a lot. So in one of the rooms, they actually found a sack with girls' clothing in them. <gasps> And it was covered in blood. And there was a boning knife also covered with blood in that bag. Oh, my God. And Teresita was so afraid when she saw that, that they never bothered leaving the flat. Because they were afraid, what if she finds out we left? 
is this going to be our fate? A missing girl with bloody clothes and a knife in a bag? But it makes no sense. Like, if you don't leave that, you're going to end it. Like, you're going to end up like them. Yeah, but she used to lock up the rooms and everything. Like, the house, I mean. Oh. Out of fear, she told them, do not go to the other rooms, but they still wanted to explore. They're like, why can't we go? Like, you already have us in here. Like, why are you making us stay only in one room? And that's why. Now, Angelita's cl- declaration was actually more frightening. Much more frightening. Okay. Before Teresita arrived at the flat, there was a five-year-old boy named Pepito. Cute. <laughs> Angelita said that she secretly saw Enriqueta, who she called mom. So she was calling Enriqueta mom, not stepmom, just mom. Yeah. She saw basically her mother kill Pepito on the kitchen table. Wait, she like watched the, it happen. Butchering like the same process? Yes. <gasps> she actually saw her. And she could see when she was stabbing into the little boy and she could hear him dying basically. Oh like the sounds coming out of him. She can hear it all. She was so, so afraid and traumatized. And luckily, Enriqueta didn't see the little girl watching her. So what she did is she snuck out of the room and went back to the bedroom where she was sleeping and she pretended pretended to sleep. She had to pretend. Or Or she would have been dead. Okay, so now remember. She was arrested, right, for having, quote-unquote, chickens. Yes. So she doesn't know that they're actually talking to the little girls, that the police are talking to the little girls. She doesn't know this. So they ask Enriqueta, what is her relation with Angelita, right? She told her that it was, she, sorry, she told the officers yeah. that it was her daughter that she had with Juan Pujalo. Oh, like her ex-husband her who ex-husband. cheated on? Yep. Yep, she said that that was their kid, and that he left them. Wait, 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 she she probably thinks, like, they're not going to go talk to Juan. They didn't even know, um, sorry, Enriqueta didn't even know that they were talking to the little girls. Oh, shoot. So when they asked her, they just wanted to know, they're like, all right, so who is this child to you? What is her importance in your life? She's like, oh, yeah, that's my daughter, but they already knew what was go- kind of going on, right? Yep. Here's the problem. She hadn't seen Juan in years, right? Yeah, exactly. Because they were separated. Correct? Yeah, because she cheated on him. He actually heard about what was going on, her arrest and everything, because rumors and stuff, they spread like wildfire. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And at the time, with no social media, everything is by word of mouth. Yeah. So he heard about it. He actually presented himself before the judge Wait, of what? his own free will. Oh, nice. Yeah. He actually, after he discovered his wife was arrested, because they're still married, they're separated. Oh, they were just separated. They didn't they, oh, get okay. a divorce. So the Honestly, divorce was not I filed. Don't, I don't know if they could have gotten a divorce at that time. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know what the laws were, because I believe the Roman Catholic Church was uh, had a allow. higher standing. Yeah, yeah they so they don't allow divorce. allow divorces, yeah, right? So he actually declared that he didn't see her for years. They haven't lived together for years. And they actually had no children. He didn't even know where Angelita came from. So then, guess what Enriqueta decided to do? 
keep lying? Of course she kept lying. Because she's a pathological liar. Yeah, eventually she stated that she had taken Angelita as a newborn from her sister-in-law, saying that her sister-in-law basically died in childbirth, and she brought up Angelita as a baby as her own. Wait, uh, when we're talking about sister-in-law, she was talking about Juan's sister? No, no, no. Well, it's not specified. They just oh. say sister-in-law. Okay, what? Well, like, I mean, literally the thing I want I'm, to I'm probably is, sure, like, that's what she meant. Like, if Juan's sister. Exactly. Her sister-in-law, yeah. If she was talking about Juan's sister, like, literally Juan was there. Like, probably. They, they would have just, like, talked to each other and they Most knew, likely. Right? Yeah, but obviously they're like, all right, she just keeps lying and lying and lying. We already know the truth. So... The, she was actually detained and deposited in, in uh, Reina Amalia prison. That was the name of the prison at the time for women. Okay. Now, I told you before that she kidnapped kids from poor backgrounds. Yes. To prostitute and to beg for her. Yes. All right. That's really bad, by the way. It is bad. However, these following set of information will shock you to the core. <laughs> okay, but they're, how bad could it be? <laughs> there not are many prostitutes. Only, yeah, but not only did she do that to those children, she considered herself a witch doctor. Oh. No. <gasps> uh, she considered herself a witch doctor. Uh, don't tell me she's going to make so those kids into medicine. The, Ingredients she used <gasps> in her remedies were from the remains of children that she was killing. Fuck. Guess, guess how old these children were. Five years old? From the range of an infant to nine. She's so think a about zero, so like not even a year old. She's a fucking animal. Yep. So from a year... Uh, right? How can you or do before this? Before a year to nine years old. She was using their bodies God. for remedies because she was a self-proclaimed witch doctor. From these children, she used everything that she could. The fat, the blood, hair, and the bones. Now, the bones she normally turned into powder. For this reason, she had no problem disposing of her victims. That's why they don't know how many she actually had. So, like... There was nothing to be found. They couldn't even do, like, an accurate victim, like, like a murder. Like, they don't even know count. how many victims she actually had over the span of 20 years. My, there was no way of identifying them. Because at be the hundreds. time... Actually, I don't even know at the time if they could um, differentiate between people's blood at the time. Like for yeah, diagnosis, the like right? the forensics, they could tell obviously if that's blood or wine. Like they knew yeah. how to do that, but to differentiate between people, and I animal, don't think. I yeah. Guess. Oh, okay. I mean, which makes sense because it's uh, it was a long, long time ago, right? Like over yes. hundred years ago. That, that was one hundred and twelve years ago. Yeah. yeah that was so a totally I am. Different time. I'm actually unsure, but if there is any other information, I'll be sure to add it in. Okay, guys. Anyways, back to it. She actually offered these things as salves. Ointments, filters, cataplasms, and potions. She especially treated them for tuberculosis, which was highly feared at the time, right? With the Spanish flu. Yeah. Tuberculosis and all kinds of diseases that did not have a cure in nowadays 
medicine or even in traditional medicine. Very wealthy people were paying large sums of money for these remedies. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Because uh, honestly, because a lot of those rich people are really kinky too. So they're probably their clients for, for a prostitution. Yeah, for sure. So in the insect, oh, sorry, excuse me. In the second <laughs> inspection of the same flat where they found the girls, Angelita and Teresita, yeah. right? The inspectors found the sack with the bloody clothes in it and the boning knife. So that's basically what she, what the little girl discovered. Yes. So when they were first at the house and they found them, when the girls were telling them what they saw, they went back for secondary inspection. Yeah. And then they actually found that's solid the bag. proof, yes. right? Yeah. They didn't just find that. They found another sack with the dirty clothes and at least thirty human bones of small dimensions. Like um, fragments. What are you talking about? Fragments and pieces. Oh. Small pieces. I'm not talking about broken pieces. I mean, they came from someone small. Like a baby bone? Yeah. That's fucked up. Like small kids' bones. And they noticed that the bones itself, they showed evidence that they were exposed to fire. Like they were charred. <gasps> Wait, what? What, remember, what, what she, she grinds down the bodies? She grinds down the bones, right? Yeah. In order to grind the bones properly, you have to burn them. <gasps> to oh, char them. So that was because of the production yes. of her beauty line, I guess. Yeah, and her remedies and everything. What the? F- That's so yep. effed up. Investigators found a loud... Sorry. A lot... I can't pronounce this. It's large. Oh, my God. A large? A large? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't a know large. what just happened. I don't want to know what happened. Anyways, they found a decorated cupboard with nice clothes from both boys and girls. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it contrasted with the rest of the flat because even though the cupboard that had the clothes in it was very beautiful. Yeah. It was very expensive. It was made with very good wood. Yeah. And even the clothes inside was very nice. They were very pretty clothes for boys and girls. Yeah. It was completely different to the impoverished, like, areas of the house where it showed neglect. It showed, like, um, abuse. And it smelled very bad. Whereas these clothing, yes. they were okay. So, like, they have, like she, has, she has, like, two different batches, basically. Mm-hmm. One from, like, the poor kids and one from, like, the decent kids, I would say. Or from, like, a decent family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's effed up. But they were just missing, right? Oh, they're all and missing. Nobody, yeah, remember sure. at the time, they didn't pay attention to missing children because it happened so often. Yeah. Right, 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 right. All right. So, in another room, they found the horror that Enriqueta was actually hiding. Oh, my God. So, in it, there were 50 pictures jars and like wash bowls filled with preserved human remains. So it had greasy lard, like the fat from the babies, the coagulated blood. What the fuck? I know. It had teeth. It had children's hair, the skeleton of their hands. She had powdered bones and pots with the potions, ointments, and salves. They were already ready for sale. Like, they were already ready to be sold. So those are her products, basically. Yes, they found her product line, basically. What the f- 
They found it. That's solid proof. That's evidence. Straight yep. up. They found straight up evidence. She was interrogated about the president, the presence of Teresita in her house. And she gave the explanation that she found the girl lost and hungry the day before. The fuck? Yeah. So Claudia actually denied this because she had seen the girls seven days prior before the arrest, before she was arrested. Yeah. So leading up to this, like she was unsure. Claudia, the one who called the police on Enriqueta, she was unsure. So she basically staked out the place. What a dirty liar. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. She was also questioned, Enriqueta, I mean. Yeah. She was questioned about the presence of the bones, the human remains, the creams, the pots and everything. Yeah. And she was asked about the boning knife that was found in the bag. Yeah. She must say, okay, that's not mine. They asked her if she had subjected the bones to high temperature, if it had been burned or cooked or for whatever reason, right? Yeah. Because the forensic, they suggested they're like, clearly, these were the subject of high temperatures. Totally. I was like, for sure, you must have burned them or were trying to cook them or something. Yeah, right? you, definitely, you definitely produced it. You know what her excuse was? What? She first argued that she was just studying human anatomy. What? Yeah. Are you she was just saying me? like, oh, she was just interested in human anatomy. Like she didn't put those there. No, no, no. Those weren't like because she was a psycho or anything. I no. just want to do some research so I can oh, go to yeah. med school. Exactly. What? It wasn't until they started pressuring her that she ended up confessing, quote unquote confessing, that she was a healer and used children as raw material the for the production of her remedies she claimed to be an expert and knew how to make the best remedies and that her per- her preparations were highly sought after by wealthy people of good social position so the rich the higher rich oh yes for sure of course yeah totally saw that coming now while she was getting interrogated she actually gave up information about her other houses that was quote-unquote brothels but they weren't really brothels they're probably like her labs yeah (laughs) so there's a place in taller street a place in picalques and a home in sorry if i butchered this name yokes florals and her family's home in saint fiu de yobregat so that's her family's home. That's where it's located. Okay. I know it's going to be confusing because of the names. I apologize, especially if I, you know, mess them up. Oh, now she told, really well. <laughs> <thank you. laughs> she told investigators where to look inside them. She was already known for and confessed to her services as a procurer of children for pedophiles. She already admitted to it. However, out of anger, because she was angry that she got caught, right? She never, yeah, she never gave out her customer's name. <laughs> she never gave up the people that were buying her products. She's kidding, right? No. What the hell? Out of anger. Because she got she, caught. She, she got angry that she got caught. She got pissed off. By, yeah. By getting so caught. she's like, out of spite, she did not give up the names of the wealthy. Well, lady, enough. Like, girl, get out of here. What the fuck? So the two other flats and the house yeah. that the police went to, they found them. And in both of them, so both the flats 
right? They mm-hmm. found false walls and false ceilings. Oh my god. They all had human remains. All of them behind every single like secret passage in the wall. The walls are probably filled with bones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all human remains of children. Yes. Oh my god. All right, so in the house, the one house on Yox Flores, mm-hmm. they actually found a skull of a three year old child and a series of bones that were the same size, like the average, for a three, a six, and an eight-year-old child. What? So there was, like, in that one spot, it had three different children (gasps) that they found. (coughs) The bones that they found, I mean. Now, some of the remains still had clothes on them. One was found with, like, the shirt. Some still had the socks on their feet. Some of them were half decomposed. Oh, so they're kind of recent. Yep. It gave the understanding that she had been habitually kidnapping children of impoverished families. Like, for years. So, over the course of 20 years. My God. That's what was happening. So, further investigation revealed more housing on her family's property, right? Yeah. Guess what they found? More children's bodies? The remains of children... In vases and jars. Oh my God. And as no. well as the book of her remedies. Cause she wrote down no. what she would put and how to make it. Like her recipe book. Basically. What the fuck? That's she tried to Martha Stewart these kids, dude. Oh my God. I can't wrap my head around it. That's so crazy. What? That's. Yep. Yo, this girl is a monster. Yep. So in the house, right? They found. A lot of curious things, actually. And I know you're thinking, what's more curious than dead like babies? human body? She had an ancient... Sex toys? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not sex toys. Remember, she was using them for prostitutes, right? Yes. But in the home itself... Yeah? They found weird items. Like what? An ancient book with, like, parchment cover. How, uh, what? Like a book of notes where she had written the recipes and the potions in like elegant calligraphy. My God. Like she actually took the time to make it look beautiful. And a package of letters written in a coded language. And it, guess what it was? The list of the names of the families and very important figures in Barcelona that were her clients. Oh, wow. She used code so no one could ever figure out who exactly they were. Ah, uh, nah, nah, nah. She's too naive for that. There's a lot of pro- professionals out there can decode, you know? No, but, but they yeah. couldn't. Really? They couldn't. Up to this day, they don't know who it was that was on her list. What the They hell? were never able to figure it out. Never. That's crazy. Like, there were, like, some people that were like, oh, yeah, obviously it's this person. But it was only speculation. Yeah, but, like, there's no proof for that, There were so many. Like, there were lots of actually, like, wealthy people, like, higher-ups. But there were a lot of poverty at that time, right? True that, yeah. So it's hard to pinpoint exactly who it was. True, yeah. So the public believed that the suspected clients would not pay for their crimes of pedophilia or buying human remains and they weren't being treated fairly yeah in terms of like they were not reprimanded because they were rich true uh you know what the thing is though even 
honestly, I'm just being honest. Like, honestly, when you look at those uh, old cases, mm-hmm. usually, especially from like a hundred years ago, if those people were high and rich, yeah, you they're literally like un- untouchable. You, untouchable. Like you can't touch them because they have money and they have authority. You know, yeah. They have all the things. They have power. Like, you mm-hmm. can't even do anything about it, even though you have the solid proof mm-hmm. that, oh, my God, you're a pedophile. But, like, yeah. guess what? You can't do anything about it because they're rich. Yeah, and it was under speculation that her client list was actually made up of doctors, yeah, politicians, businessmen, and bankers. Like, people that were, like, the highest of their society at the time. Their social status, right? That's exactly. Oh, my God. Now, remember... Tragic Week was still kind of fresh in their mind. Even though it was a couple years after it, the effects of it was still there, right? And they were afraid that the public was going to riot, right? So they tried to calm them down by putting in the newspaper, explaining that in the list, like, there was names that were famous. And they were people to whom Enriqueta begged. And that these families and personalities had been swindled by the lies and the requests of this murderer, which was Enriqueta. Yeah. So they're saying that her clients didn't know <gasps> so that there wouldn't be an uprising. So they're basically pinning the whole thing just on her because exactly. she's already corrupt- because convicted. She, well, yeah, she's already convicted. And on top of that, she didn't admit like who her customers were. Yeah. So she took the full blame yeah. of her crime. Well, obviously, nobody else told her to do what she did like since your reputation is already down the drain just go with it exactly she's she just went with it she went with it and ran but she wasn't giving up her customers no matter what they tried she just would not tell them who her clients were so she was in prison in arena amalia a jail and she was awaiting judgment you know what she tried to do Kill herself. Yes, she Actually? Did. She tried to slash her wrist with Don't, a knife. Mm-mm. A knife of wood. Not even a real blade. It was wood. <laughs> I'm sorry. Obviously, she did not she's succeed. A, she's a coward. No. The public indignation exploded because they really wanted her to face trial and to be executed by Garot. So that means by hanging. Yeah. The authorities of the prisons made it known to the press that the measures had been taken and she was not left alone anymore because they had her in a cell by herself. Yeah. That's why she was able to try to commit suicide. Uh, And she was unsuccessful. She was trying. She tried, but they ended up putting her with other inmates, right? Yeah. So that if she tried anything, they would see. However, her inmates were the ones to kill her. Of course, because she kills kids. Exactly. Like, lots of them were prostitutes themselves or people that, you know, maybe did drugs or stole or maybe even they committed murders. But Mm. no one in there did something as heinous as actually doing what she did to the children. And then on top of that, taking their dead bodies and making them into things for people. That was... Like the epitome of fucked up. Exactly. Like like the whole what the fuck. What exactly. the fuckness, you know? They were actually trying to hide it. They were actually trying to hide that she was murdered. Honestly, in I'm jail. cheering for them. Like she died a year and three months after her arrest. Oh and God. the public was so angry. And actually so were the police. Because they actually wanted her to to be uh, punished. Uh, punished, yeah. 
Like, officially. They wanted her to repent for her sins, basically. Yeah. Or try to repent. Mm-hmm. But because of her untimely death, they didn't have a chance to actually inflict the law on her. Yeah. So they were actually very mad. And actually, there's a lot of secrets still up to this day about who her clients were and if there were other places that she had bodies. They hadn't found every single place. Oh, my God. So there might be houses still in Spain that have, you know, the the waste, I guess, or like the bodies yeah. of little kids. That's crazy. She was actually beaten to death by her inmates. They weren't stabbed. She was beaten. Of course. You know what the thing is, though? Like when people are talking about like the, the hierarchy and mm-hmm. uh, in, in prison, mm-hmm. literally people, um, okay, snitches and also um, pedophiles, they're the worst. They're at the yeah. very, very bottom of, yes. you know, of the food chain. And they're usually the ones getting bullied, getting beaten up, getting killed because like literally nobody wants to tolerate their bullshit. No, because there's actually like a code in jail. Yeah, like you're like freaking people that do murders or you know like like are in gangs and stuff. Yeah. You're kind of considered like the higher ups. Yeah, you know, true. Like you mean business because you're like but like the mobsters and yes, stuff. You know what I'm saying? They consider to have respect. Yeah, right. Yeah. But people like pedophiles and people that kill children and stuff like that, they consider that really fucked up. Yeah. So they do not tolerate like in they have them actually in jails nowadays. I mean, yeah. They have to put them separately from other Not inmates. Not in general pub, um, They population. don't put them in gen pop. No, gen never. Pop, no. Because they know they'll get attacked immediately. Totally. Now the They're police, not going to last for five minutes. The police and Reina Amalia, they were so embarrassed that she actually died in jail. That they Not told, by their hands. Yeah. No, they were so embarrassed that they actually told the public that she died of like tuberculosis. <laughs> like she died of an illness. They were trying to hide the fact that she died by getting her ass beat in jail. <laughs> Honestly, okay, if if people actually know what actually happened to her, people might might have been like better. Like they probably felt better, you know. They were upset when they found out one she had been sick and died. Yeah. And they were also mad when they actually found out the truth of her getting beat, they actually wanted the law to take care of her. So they oh. wanted her to be hanged. They wanted her to be tried and persecuted. To get justice for, for the yes, kids. for oh, the okay. children. But also they wanted the full truth to come out. Yeah. They wanted to know who her clients were because they're like, if they're in a position Fucking that we don't skunk. need them to be in, exactly, we need to get them out because we don't want those types of people running yeah, our country. Bags. Exactly. True. Exactly. And, well, she was buried in an unmarked grave somewhere in Spain, not enjoying paella or nude beaches at all. (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah, that's more for us, right? Yeah, exactly. So how did you enjoy that that case? That was heavy. Like, seriously, this case literally just got me thinking, you know, like, what's... Like, what kind of fucked up people would do shit like this, you know? Like, to children. Yep. Like, literally, when you talk about children, you everyone thinks, you know, children should be protected. They should never be. They should be well-nourished. Yes. Never, you know. Put in harm's Deserted way. or, like, in, yeah. never harmed. Or neglected, even. How, yeah, exactly. Like, how can you freaking do shit like this to children? Yep. 
Like, I'm just so glad she didn't have her own kids. Well, she would would have treated her own kids probably. Maybe. A little bit differently, probably. Maybe. Um, well, we'll never know. We'll, we, that, that would never happen. Actually, you know? I have a comparative question for you. Yes. Do you think she is worse or the same as uh, Kumiko from our other episode? You mean Miyuki? Miyuki. Kumiko. Why did I say Kumiko? I don't know. Miyuki. <laughs> Miyuki. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, honestly, I would say she is worse. Uh, like just Enriqueta? Enriqueta is way worse because mm-hmm. um just, Obviously what they both did is wrong. But. Yeah, we're just talking about first of all the cruelty of what whatever she does, right? Yeah. Um she literally quote unquote killed those kids. She murdered those kids, freaking like like make them into like beauty products? What the fuck? Basically. Uh however or like, like you know, at least for um Miyuki, of course she turned her she turned her thing into a business afterwards, but yeah. she started off at least thinking about, you know, those kids might have a uh, hard life. They might struggle, you know, along the way of their upbringing. Yeah. You know, at least she started off somewhere semi-nice. I'm not saying that's nice, but at least she was thinking about those kids. Mm-hmm. This girl, uh-uh, she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't yeah. give a crap since the very beginning, and she just... For her own good, like, literally for, for her own goodness, and she was just like, literally, you know what? She's doing everything out of greed. Yeah. That's what she was doing. So she is 100%, 100% worse. I forgot to tell you one thing. Do you know what her oldest child was? Like the ones that she had working for her? 14, probably. Yeah. Ah, 14 was the oldest. <laughs> like, So girl, think 14 and down. Girl, you, you're fucked up. Yeah. She should really just like, well... Up. Uh, girl, I know you're in hell now, so we're calling for you. Go fuck yourself. You know what? You're you're such a bitch. But remember, she didn't only like, like I know she obviously obviously did something wrong with the ointments and stuff like that with yeah. the babies. But imagine knowingly like giving away a child to a pedophile. That's a wealthy person. Yeah. Like, where is your conscience? She doesn't have it. She doesn't have one. That's not That's really shameful, but like she's actually considered the most notorious murderer in Spain. Yeah. She's technically kind of like the Jack the Ripper of Spain. Or or Ted Bundy of Spain. Actually, she's much worse than Ted Bundy, if you think about it. I mean, Ted Bundy, at least. (laughs) He tried to use his, I mean, good looks. I'm not going to say good looks because. So he he tried to like uh, seduce. Yeah, he did. His prey, yeah. Whereas, like, she preyed on younger children. I feel like that's worse. Because children were so, like, Innocent. defenseless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, And they really believed in her. Exactly. Like, literally, she was playing with innocence. That's the worst part of it. Exactly. You know, literally, the darkest versus the brightest. Yeah. Of humanity. Basically. That's what it is. Yeah. Wow. This well, week's, oh, my I God. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, maybe not enjoy that episode, but... <sighs> I know it's going to mess up a bunch of you. Trust me, when I was looking up this case, it frustrated the heck out of me. Oh my God. Like, I'm so frustrated right now. I was so upset when I was reading it. I actually had to, like, stop. I had to, like, take a breather. I wanted to freaking, like, punch her in the face, but I can't because she's already dead. (laughs) Well, that's what her inmates did to her. They already punched her in the face. Thank you guys for doing that for me. (laughs) All right. So. Um,. By the way, guys, we have uh, an Instagram now, so please follow yes, us do. on Gruesome Bacon Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram. G R U E S O M E B A C O N P O D. 
Exactly. Um, we'll probably yeah. update there first to let you know when we've actually posted new podcasts. Yeah. So if there's anything like, you know, if we're postponing anything, we're going to let you guys know. Yes. And also feel free to uh, share some thoughts about your, you know, your personal thoughts about our episodes and stuff. If you have if you have any idea, any suggestions for new cases that you want us to cover, mm-hmm. feel free to slide into our DM. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's everything for this week. <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we're yeah. gonna see you next week. Bye. Bye.